0: July 17th. Who would ask such a question? Hi, I'm Norm Wakefield. I'm so glad you've joined me for today's Live to Love Scripture Encouragement. We're reading from Romans chapter 6, verses 1 and the first part of verse 2. Paul begins, What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin so that grace may increase? May it never be. Now that Paul's readers know and understand the wisdom and awesome grace of God given to them through the righteousness of Jesus Christ, now that they've experienced peace with God through the gift of righteousness which reigns over sin and death, what is to be said about sin? If where sin abounds and increases, grace much more abounds to the glory of God, doesn't it follow that if we continue in sin, God gets more glory as His grace reigns over it? and He continues to forgive and keep us standing in grace before Him? (laughs) There are many in our day that seem to follow this errant line of reason that God's grace covers us, so now we can do whatever we want and assure ourselves that we're still loved by God. This idea of the grace of God and love is preposterous. It's inconceivable. May it never be, screamed Paul on ink and parchment, He uses a triple negative construction, which is something like, no, not, never shall we think of sin and grace in such a relationship. Well, who would ask such a question, anyway? Someone who doesn't understand the power of God's grace and the gift of righteousness, who hasn't had the love of God poured out in his or her heart, and who doesn't know God or have peace with God, they might wonder about it, but what shall we say? who do understand the power of God's grace and the gift of righteousness, who have the love of God poured out in our hearts, and who do know God and have peace with Him. What do you say about treating sin lightly? What do you say about Jesus' righteousness? What do you say about God's grace? Well, we might as well start practicing for that great day coming when we'll give an account for our sin and its place in our lives. In the following verses, the great apostle provided what is arguably the greatest explanation of what happens to us through our union with Jesus Christ and the power of his righteousness we have much to be encouraged by in the following days today i hope you'll ask yourself the question presented by paul consider if it's possible for such an attitude expressed in this verse to abide in the life of someone who's committed to living to love with jesus what do you think i suggest That those who know they are living with Jesus to express His love to the Father and to His children would wholeheartedly agree with Paul's reply. May it never be. Why? Because living to love with Jesus is expressing His righteousness and His life reigns over sin and death. May you experience the reality of grace reigning in life through the one, Jesus Christ, who lives in you.